What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We got a big show for you today, a king-size show. Tell me, Pittsburgh, how you living? Are we doing radio voices? You, you didn't know tell me we're doing radio do you know voices. from? Oh, that's a thing? Carlos, do you? I, I, okay, no joke. Carlos, I'll give you $100 if you tell me what movie that's from. That's from a movie, not a show. Um, I don't know. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I, I will, okay Car- don't you say a word because you'll okay. know it. Carlos, listen to me. It, the star, one of the stars of the movie, it's a musically-based film, follows a band, Tom Hanks. Oh, you know. It. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I girls. still don't know. Liv Tyler. <laughs> no, is probably that's the not fourth or fifth <laughs> billable actress. I, What's the Spartacus guy's name? I bet if he. There's no. I, don't, I Honestly, I would almost bet money. He's never heard of the movie. Oh, that's on. the better bet. I think. Give me the third word in the title of the movie. So I know you know it. You. Okay. Yeah. Carlos, have you ever heard of a movie? Co- oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> For the audience at home. Yeah, play along. That thing you do. You ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. At least I'm surprised he's actually didn't heard know of it was a musical. Okay, Carla. Well, well, it follows a band. Musically singing. There's Carlos, a lot of had, had I given you the hint, the Oneeders, would you have gotten it? That word means absolutely nothing to me. I have no well, idea. Well, it meant nothing to anybody, actually. It was, a, it was the wrong interpretation. Was, the band's name was The Wonders, but to be standout, they spelled it O N E dash d-e-r-s like the one like the number wonders but people like the oneaters when they were at filipianos uh, were the wonders when they were at filipianos the italian place they were playing on free pizza and 25 dollars he keeps going man we love those oneaters we came in to dance and meet girls we can't meet girls <laughs> we can't dance Let's play some music i need to know right now I when was the last movie. time you saw that movie years ago that is rid- the what your brain Give me the can Shack hold shooters? on to <laughs> The shrimp shooter. That's how I'm going to quit the podcast when the time comes. If Ringer doesn't re-up, I'm just go- we're going live for a podcast. 48 I seconds. I quit. That that ball's rolling now. I sent off the email to the a bosses. A man in a really nice trailer wants to pay us to play our music on the radio. I'm signing your sign. We're all signing. Stop quoting He's serving the wonders. beef stew. You have to stop quoting that, but it is still very impressive that you know that much. Tell me, Pittsburgh. I can't How believe- you living? I do. I do the whole freaking rewatchables. I'll just I, do the requotables. I know. I don't think we need to the rewatchables. I'm watching it right now. You're doing great. Play okay, all the So I, I have some unfortunate news. I just confirmed that I have actually seen this movie, but I didn't remember it. It so, was uh, he. It was so unmemorable. Couldn't even get the Oneeders out of it. Wow. I, I <laughs> don't. 
am. Spartacus, there it is. I ruined it. Spartacus. <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. To be fair, I have a garbage memory. This is why I have a letterboxed account, so I can actually remember what I've seen. That's fair. Here's the only thing I can't remember now, which makes me hurt. hurts my heart. Yeah. The name of the jazz drummer. Oh, I got it. Never mind. That he's that he's like idolizes and finally Do you meets. know first and last name? Because I think I can get it if I got one of the names. Do you know either name? No. First name is Dell. Paxton. Yep, Dell Paxton. Yeah. There you go. I actually, as soon as I, I just said, said Bill Paxton right before why. we started. What are the odds? Wouldn't Anyways. it been funny if Carl's like, I have some unfortunate news. Actually, I did hear about <laughs> You guys are done. <laughs> Honestly, when he said that, I was what like, What a baller move. He's just talking about the show. He's that not talking about the movie. That was the most animated he's ever been on air with us. That would have been so great. I've been mean to By tell you way, guys this. You suck. And, and I you're hate all, you. And you're and both fired. Go watch it. You'll have plenty of time to watch your movies now, you idiots. You have no job. Guys, right, uh, the go. show's going to be great. We have a lot of cards to talking, talk to you about. I'm talking um, PC to start. Then you can do your whole thing. Well, I don't. I mean, well, we got a lot of things to talk. Yeah, go, go PC. I am a fan of this this uh, method of madness to get a PC card. Okay, I did this. I have not done this in a while because I've been busy flipping and ripping and doing stupid stuff. But there were three nice uh, Ken Griffey Jr. inserts I liked. I bought all three cards raw. Okay. And I know the guy, the guy David on Facebook. He sold me in the past. Always very quality stuff. Always, almost always raw though. Uh, three, I think they were all actually 1997 and or 98 cards. Uh, refractors, it was Top's Finest. There was a Top's Chrome Finest Moments Refractor. And there was a Top's Finest Warriors Insert Refractor. Okay. Uh, one of them was actually the Flare Row Zero. Flare, not Fleer. Flare, F-L-A-I-R. All right. So I was like, you know what? Here's, the, here's what I'm going to do. I paid four... F- <sighs> Four fifty five for all three cards. Comps are about five hundred, but fine. Just curious, did you get this on a platform or this was just like no, a Facebook? Okay, yep. I was like, here's what I want to do though. I'm very picky about my PC. I don't like cards nine five or less. I don't like anything nine or less. Like unless it's a vintage rookie. Okay, but like for stuff like that, I want a nine five or a ten for my grades. Okay, so I was like, here's the deal. I'm going to grade all three with SGC. Uh, 11 day service, by the way. Thank you guys. And I was like, Don't de- brag, depending mother. on what they come back, like a nine or better is a nine on those cards is a nice bump in value. Okay. Over raw for that type of stuff. Sure. The warrior's finest insert came back in eight, which sucks because eight mm. is raw. Raw. The card is 200 bucks. I'm going to sell it to my brother, Russ, I think for 175 bucks. Although he likes to talk about buying stuff. And then, he, <laughs> and then I love the day. Let it. So just, yeah, I forget, man. Yeah. I haven't really listened to your show in a while. And he kept talking. I was oh, like, okay. Don't start that like, sentence you know that way, Russ. Yeah. Go, go get hit by a car. <laughs> don't, well, don't say that. Don't die. Like break a toe. Oh yeah. Toe. Mr. Deed stuck or big daddy. Get your foot run over. Well, he didn't. It was um, frostbite. That's fine. No, and Big Daddy, he got his toe run over by a taxi, $200,000 Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds was the black foot. Yep, thank you. Um, so I was like, okay, but but here was my thing. I want one of, hopefully they all come back great, but I was like, I just want one of these cards to PC. I don't actually care which. I like them all about the same. Quite frankly, I like the Topps Chrome Magic Moments Refractor the best. Okay. Got them all back today. Literally opened them t- minutes before I walked out the door to come here to do this train wreck. Um, the Warriors comes back in eight. Call it 200 bucks. Warriors refractor. Two eights so far. No, so that's the one. That comes back. Oh, that first is card. the first yeah, one. Recap okay. all. 200 bucks. The Magic Moments refractor comes back a nine. Okay. So now you're talking probably 150, call even numbers. Okay. 350. Okay. I'm now into the big, the card I like a lot, the Flayer Row Zero. I'm into that for 100, 350 minutes, $105 because I was 455 for the lot. That came back a nine five. Woo! I'm getting, so here's the cool thing: I get to keep that card, which I wanted to keep on anyways. Okay. This is just a mental thing, anyways. But I know a lot of people do the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
instead of me going out and paying three fifty to four hundred bucks for that card, which is about what it's worth as okay. a nine five, sure. I now am like, oh, I'm gonna, and I, I will, I will meticulously, like down to the freaking penny, how much shipping costs, fees, what I sell the other two cards for, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm now gonna own that other card for like ninety eight bucks. The uh, wait, makes the other card, the is... Flare Rosier, the one I'm oh, keeping. Oh, okay, okay. That stuff makes me so happy. When I can keep a card, yes. and that's a card too I will never, like I love old school 90s stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's a card I will literally never sell, but it just brought me back to like the old days of like, this is how I got started. I want to co- buy that one card that costs 50 bucks, but if I buy a bunch of cards for $200, I can flip my way into maybe getting 50 bucks profit and having it for free. Nice. Okay. That makes sense. Well, I think that's- I was well, exceptionally happy. The mentality of the flipper has probably changed a lot since it like- has, but there's a ton of guys that like that. that is probably the way the most guys flip, are. The flip to PC is still to me the truest form of the hobby. You can have any true form you want. I don't care what it is, but that to me is still the truest. I'm going to hustle, collect, buy, sell, trade my way to get that one card. I mean- And I was pumped. Dude, it's 350 bucks. Not even a big card. But the fact that I graded it myself and that I'm like, oh, I got this cheap because yeah. I'm going to sell. I was. I literally, when I, before I left, and even Ham was like, what are you doing? How old is that? the one that you have to hate on? I thought you were like, how old are you, you child? <laughs> literally sitting there. My kid has, my kid's like got a shot yesterday. He has a fever. We're giving him Tylenol. He's doing great now, whoa, by whoa, the way. Whoa, fever? When did that start? He got all his shots. I know, but I mean. A little like fever did... last night. Oh, Not bad. Okay. Um, yeah, I got my mom at the house, the dogs. I got a wife, a house. Did nope, you check I'm excited about my card. that eight to check value? Because I've noticed that a lot of the older eights do a little bit better than nah. like a modern eight as far as I mean, pricing resale a goes. modern eight is way under a raw that eight it's a 1997 card is raw it's okay bucks. okay well hey you know what thank you for trip down memory teddy lane. got his shots yesterday i know i was there two at one oh you were there that's right he got started a little fever later so we give him a little tylenol and we've been feeding him like a maniac now. Let me he ask you. He is in the two percentile of height. I was top, that is hoping. Not top two, by the way. I was hoping we were going to talk about the two percent. Has <laughs> serious question? Has your daughter ever been in the under ninety nine percentile nope. of height? No. Never. Never. Nope. Ninety nine. I don't know if there is a hundred percent. No, there's um, not. But yeah, she's always ninety nine percentile for height. Two. We have per- opposite end Dude, children. Two, Yours and, is a boy. Mine's a girl. And then Yours is a little person. Mine is. Not a little person, just a person, I guess. A big person. Or a big person, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Tall person. You can't call a girl big. Tall person. At this age, at nine year, years old, she likes being called big. She thinks oh. it's like a powerful thing. Which I mean, is good for me. Like, she can, like, she's going to be like 12 <laughs> babysitting Theo. I'm just like trying to imagine someone breaking the house. I'm like, oh, you're home? Didn't know the mother of the house was here. She's a 12 year old. She's 5'11. She's back off, man. She's like, you're going to want to leave. Anyways, Theo, 2% in. Uh, height even below that in weight. So they advanced we are, in um they did movement. Say, she's like, it? so the motor skills. Motor skills. She's yeah. like, now wait a minute, what happens if you put him on his stomach? I was like, let me show you what happens. Kid does a freaking let me show dude, you. I, t- I guarantee you right now he can do more of a push up than you can. That's Ooh. not a slight well, that is a slight to you, but a compliment. Sure, but also a compliment. He just right up off the ground, head back, and then full leg plank, his toes are up off the ground. When I was holding him yesterday, I swear I thought he was just trying it. to throw his head. Like oh, he, it was very powerful for two months head. old. That's really good. Nine weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a sports card. Also rolled over. She's like, that's very rare in that age. She's like, so despite the size, so just like his daddy, little very, guy, athletic. She's like, well, the strength. And I was like, that's right. Strong, that's right. athletic, right. and smart. There we go. And whittle. Well, we don't know about the smart, but I would assume he he always looks me right in the eye. So maybe I think good eye contact is a sign of intelligence at that age. 
There you go. There you go. Um, all what right. What do I do next? Oh, LeBron. We got to talk about LeBron. LeBron signing with Tops now. That's a thing. Fanatics, Tops, yeah. Um, the I know. I haven't seen any details about it, but he has a card coming out in Bowman Chrome U. That's my. So, with Bronny. Um, so Ravel posted about this a couple days ago. If you haven't seen, he's going to be signing, yeah, dual auto with his son. They're in college uniforms. Um, Correct. The St. Joe, uh, well, again, high school. For yeah. LeBron. Yep. Never so, played college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Much like my kid, he never went to college. <laughs> and, of course, they don't have an NBA licensing, so they couldn't do Jersey if they wanted to. It is interesting, though, that the assumption is just, like, that he is now with Fanatics. I haven't actually seen that, though. I haven't either. Uh, I actually just put a feel. I should have done this before the show. I am curious because we've not seen anything. But it's like every other big move Fanatics has made or tops. They just announce the move is made. Yeah. Uh, or we just see results of the move, I should say. Not that it's actually like, oh, hey, we just got the NFL PA. Oh, you're making football cards? It's like, the yeah. result, we're already there. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm curious what the deal looks like. It started getting sketchy with Upper Deck because like a while ago, his name came off the signers list. And it was some rumblings. Well, and then they had fanatics. The, these. I still and have them the, the tops, tops now. now. With yeah. uh, Mookie Betts on there. Yeah. So... I mean, it's, I tell you what would be unbelievable. It's just Can, funny that they haven't announced that. That, that would be saying. a huge thing. If they haven't that announced the Victor Wimbanyama stuff. They that, haven't announced the quarterbacks. Nothing is announced. That's what I mean. It's in, it's actually kind of wild. But haven't they kind of done the Victor thing? Because they did show like he signed. They just haven't said anything that they, says he's exclusive. They showed he signed. That's it. But same that way they showed it. this. They showed this card. It is. It's the same playbook with all these moves. But it's funny because you would think that is a there big is a thing you would depart- want to say. Fanatics has a marketing department, right? <laughs> they, which, but that's the thing. I'm not throwing stones. No, I'm just wondering. Knowing that they do, because we're they reached out the, earlier today, and we have another thing we can talk about. Knowing that they have this marketing department, wouldn't you think that this is something you would want to say? That's my like, point. All of those things. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Do me a favor, Mr. Ruben, Mike. Oh, yeah. You got to uh, be nice. We really want him on the he's show. A, he's so. a Michael. He's not a Mike. Sir. Uh, Michelle, if you could get him on the show, please. Um, <laughs> get Michael Jordan away from freaking Upper Deck now, too. Ooh. Like upper deck is a set. Like nothing happens. They make your hockey great. They do great yeah. with hockey. Awesome. I don't need LeBron and Goodwin. I don't need Mike Michael Jordan. Like that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be so cool to get a Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Cam Thomas card? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> you sell that card like I told you? <laughs> Here's the thing about selling that card. I have it going to be listed for sale. You know what doesn't help you though when you try and sell it? Right after he gets injured and he's going to be out for however long, depending on what the MRI today says about his ankle. That's just upsetting. Sorry. There's another card that come, is coming out, the Otani Ruth Dual Auto Oh, yeah, card. this just got announced today. We got to share the first picture of this. So there's two one-of-one versions. There's uh, a, where they... It, 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 uh, you're doing so good, bro. CEO's listening. is like, man, you're kind of <laughs> top two percentile of talking, Dad, you freaking idiot. Uh, he can't speak. Um, so there's two versions, two one-of-ones. One of them shows Otani and George Herman in a batting stance. The other shows them in a pitching stance. Cut auto of Ruth on both, obviously, mm-hmm. on-card auto of Otani. Uh, I don't think it's a Dutch auction, by the way. I said that earlier because it was a, it was supposed to come out Wednesday, Dutch auction style. The price will continue to drop. Definitive is supposed to be a Dutch auction. Definitive yes. collection. I'm sorry. That's what this mm-hmm. product comes out of. It was supposed to drop yesterday on Wednesday. However, there was a glitch. Something happened. Whatever. They canceled it. It's now going on sale tomorrow, but I don't believe it's 
Hurry, research. I know. Hurry. I'm trying to read research. this. I'm pretty sure. Oh, set pricing, but they have not shared the number yet. Ah, uh, okay. I my guess is like fifteen hundred. Well, did, but didn't we say it was like twenty five last year or something? It's the asking price. It never really got above eighteen hundred last year. So I, I, if I had to guess, I'm going to say like fourteen ninety nine. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's way less. Um, but that, obviously, you're not yeah. going to see a ton of big breakers and guys doing this because we're not being offered this directly. Like this is not something they're soliciting to breakers. They're going D to C direct to consumer. I wonder how much of that product they are going to All make. Of it. It's oh. super limited. No, no, no. I'm wondering I'm how much they're going to uh, make of that product as far as like, That's I wish they question. would say, see my thing. I wish they would do that with every product. How many cases? By the way, the, the 2022, I did confirm. I know it's we 2600 about on blowout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 2500 on blowout, but yes. Yeah. It was 26 last week. It was interesting to come down. Maybe they come down. Um, but they, maybe they did. I thought we said it was 25. You could be right. It, what is it? I would love to see is exactly what, um, when, remember when, Luber came on and there was like all these ideas to compare transparency. Yeah. Like stock X with what he did with yep. sneakers, with what they do with cards. And yes, granted Luber's no longer with fanatic slash tops. He's gone on some of those ideas. I really wish would have stayed and maybe they're, they'll work them in, but an idea like making a really limited product, I get like, as a company, you want to make a lot of something, so a lot of people That's what buy this it. Is. Yeah, you're, you're right, though. That's kind of but what this is. This, the next step to that, too, is I would love to know. Why can't we get a case count on every product? I mean— How many cases do you produce? I think it would be amazing like, to have something I, like that. I actually think that would scare the crap out of people. We all know there's a ton of it, but, like, the it first time freak. you see <laughs> yeah. Bowman Chrome HCA, 85,000 cases. People are like, what? Like, it, we know it, we know it's a lot. I think if you saw the number, though, you'd freak out. But unlimited stuff like this would be kind of fun. I agree, because I think like, it would— tr- Like, Transcendent, we know there's 100. I think there's 100 every year of that. To know, like, the scarcity of a product means, like, mm-hmm. you drive up not only just demand, the initial demand, but initial demand, too, also means, like, if you have, like, a line of people, if you can say the site got shut down because there were so many people trying to get it, or, like, our we had a line out the card shop because so many guys were in line to get this, like, that stuff makes news, drives up attention to not just, like, card guys, but the rest of the world watching. So I, yeah, I think there are a lot of people that came into the sneaker world because they saw that, oh, sneakers are a thing. Let me, why are they? Let me check them out for myself. I think the same thing would apply here. Just kind of like us. It. Like, hey, we just shut down that app because it was so much. Att- <laughs> Is that the, so much? Activity? I was going to compare just the same. Exactly. See, I um, made a joke without <laughs> making fun of anybody. <laughs> You're doing such a good job, bro. Um, the, so that's the new Ooh, card. We'll PC be, sports card just messaged me back. Uh-oh. My cards are going on consignment tonight. Oh, good thing. Oh, great. I got um, the DECA booklet, the gold Topps Chrome Rookie SGC 10 of Vlad Guerrero Jr., and the one-on-one Jason Dominguez Majestic Patch Auto out of Immaculate from a couple years ago. Go Big Are, are you going to shill bid that? You should. Oh, hardcore. You definitely got to. Um, then I'm going to pay for it, too. Do you want to <laughs> really throw them? <laughs> Really really mess with their heads. So we're going to have a really interesting segment about the national here in 10 minutes or so. I don't know if I need to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to speak during that. Oh, well, I mean, you may have, I have a couple slide jokes to make at the beginning. Sure. But then I think I was going to get out of the way. I, no joke. I honestly was like, you know what? I might go grab a smoke. Well, don't do that. But I was like, I may just like walk out, like let you two have an actual, I'm not capable. Like my son is not capable of not crapping his pants. Uh I'm not capable of not just spewing when someone's having a serious conversation, a little thing happens, me just ripping it apart. So I was like, maybe I'll give Jesse eight minutes alone. So I don't, I don't think that's good. I think it, like it's good to have a different, uh, differentiating opinion in case, because here's my thing. 
I already have a devil's advocate thought on some of this information we're going to get. I would love to know. I mean, you don't have to say anything. Just don't leave. How about that? I think you look like a pervert with that mustache. See, that's what I'm talking Here's about. Here's the thing. You can say whatever great, you want see, to about the mustache conversation. Now. You can now say whatever you want about this little baby that's the first for the time, people at home on petting it. It's the first speak. time I've insulted you in two days, by the way. Uh, I didn't even consider it an insult. So, Thank you. So I haven't. So, so zero. You're still zero. still running. <laughs> the, uh, the wife has given her blessing to Please, the mustache. just stop rubbing it. No, I won't. And it feels so good. All right. So we do have enough time to go over the tops Chrome slash Prism return Dude, on investment. I will walk out if you touch your face like that again. Oh, what is it? It's like no, you're just slapping sorry. a wet washcloth. <laughs> the frick is going on over there? Hey, let me ask you. Not an insult. How much did it bother you? Because I hope it didn't. Oh, how much did it bother God. you, the pinky for Theo? I know like you were holding back so much because the fact that you said nothing meant like, oh, he's purposely not saying anything, but you cannot deny that it worked. But I, I do. I, and I also curious. cannot. So Jesse's referring to yesterday. He was a little fussy, put his pinky in the mouth. Clean pinky. Well, clean pinky. Isn't it interesting? Within a couple hours, he has a rampant fever. You can that you cannot get a fever that fast unless he, I gave him Ebola. He did not interesting, get his- interesting. Not Ebola, but what rhymes with that? Do you have had before from body parts that's not known to be on? Ebola does not rhyme with Ebola. I don't trust anything about your physical cleanliness <laughs> when it comes to my child. It's not. An I insult. am cleaner not- than most people. The finger should not be in the mouth. Do you, are you, will you try it for yourself no. next time it gets really? And if fussy? I did, I would wash my hand immediately. You would wash did. your hands minutes, but I saw when you washed your hands. Then you were doing your thing, and you just net. You're a touch. But I'm only touching him, no. though. I'm touching him. No. Here, just listen. All you I'm need to know is my kid is alive. I am asking you, and I did it all the time. Kid is I will not do it with tall. you, with Theo, if you don't yeah, want me to. Go shove your finger in your nine year old's mouth. You Pinky, weirdo. roof of the mouth. They suck it. They love it. Yeah. Literally dying of Tops a fever now. Cro- Tops Chrome, uh, we did a little bit about this with Mosaic and comparing it with Tops Update and Series 1. And I think your point was that you wanted to see something compared to Tops Chrome because you thought Tops, Mosaic Chrome was a little Prism. bit more in line. Yep. Um, and then I was like, well, if we're going to do Tops Chrome, I will do Prism. I did Prism Football uh, to go with this. Now, though, again, just as a preface, these numbers, I know they cannot be 100% accurate. But they are as close as we can get yeah. to a general idea for how these Just products resell. The ROI. Yeah. Exactly. This is, good, um, no, this is a good topic. The the I think the biggest differentiator here, though, is that 2023 Tops Chrome just came out uh, July, I think, what did I write? July 26th. Mm-hmm. So not a whole lot of time uh, versus Prism came out. Ooh, I did March? not write it down. It was, I think it was March. Oh, I'll have it right here. Um, Somebody's screaming at there. <laughs> March 15th. Is it radio? Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. So March 15th is when Prism Football 2022 came out. Now, all the other products that we talked about, I think Mosaic was like December 30th. And then the other two that we talked about for Tops were earlier on in the year. So by far, Tops Chrome is the latest to come out. However, Tops Chrome's numbers are pretty substantial. They're pretty great as far as resale goes. Yep. Like, I think that is what we're going to find uh, to be the winner. But I'll let everybody decide because there's some pluses for Prism. Okay. So 2023 Tops Chrome. You have that box going for about two hundred and forty dollars for hobby? a hobby. Wow, it's up to two forty, which 240. is high. It's been like two hundred most of the year. Okay, so what I did was go back, find all sales that I could that uh, go back to July, starting at like July twenty sixth and after, 
and try to compare what, if I wanted to try and pay for that box mm-hmm. of tops, mm-hmm. I need to have sold a card for like, I put two seventy five. Good. So minus fees and everything else. If yeah. you sell a card for two seventy five, you broke even. That's kind Again, of my thought. Only process. differentiator, which it's fine. It was two hundred bucks forever. Well, it and, doesn't matter. But that's what it is. And to think, like, there's probably going to be chances you have some a few other cards in the entire box that you can probably grade, get oh, a little you, bit extra here absolutely. and there. Absolutely, you get five. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Though. So one but individual but for cards individual to pay card. for the box. Yep. So of the uh, the sales, do you have any guess on how many? Since July, went for two seventy five or up. Now I'll give you just a, a, a reminder, it. real quick. For Mosaic, we found Six, that there were eight hundred that could pay That's for right. a box of five hundred dollars Mosaic. There were sixteen for tops update. It was uh, thirteen hundred, and then for top series one, there was like fourteen hundred that could pay for that. But again, those all had more time. This one again, July. Why don't you stop talking. How many sales? Uh, did you graded and raw comps? Both? This is all anything. Yep. Any any sale of that card. See, I think it's going to be a lot. I'm going to say 2,200. 2,200 since July. How many? 3,800. Yep. 3,800. You rip a ton of it. 200 bucks is not that much. Any color 10 rookie pays for it. I will fully admit, because I... I thought you were giving a, a little too much credit as far as like that being the return on investment. I am not investment. known for giving too much credit. <laughs> well, uh, depends on who you guess. 3,800 was shocking to me. Now, staggering is a better word there. It also had for the m- number of cards that were $1,000 and up because Mos- Mosaic uh, had 196, which was the highest. Tops uh, update had. 169 and Wait, series many, one had 107. What was the price? A thousand and up. Again, Mosaic had 196. I'm going to say it's 20%. So what's that? 700? 650. 650? 415. Oh, okay. But still, that's still good. But also, a thousand dollars on 250, that's a quadruple up. Yes. I yeah. mean, yep. not bad. Um, and then they had our guest is here, by the way, Carlos said. Okay. Don't interrupt this. We're that, almost done. Yeah. No, no, you're fine. Eight cards that were ten thousand and up. Do you have the names of those and guys? And twenty-five cards that were five thousand and up. You didn't write down like the actual or did you? No, I okay. did not. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, it's okay. We don't have to. I don't want to drag this down. Okay. But no, the so the overall uh, idea is that seems to be a really solid return on investment. Now, now that cu- does not mean couple that though with the fact that you're gonna I would say you're gonna get three to five between base and just base refractor, so non-numbered, or prism mm-hmm. refractors of the big rookies, the Corbins, the Gunner. Uh, there's seven or eight guys like that. You're going to get three to five of those guys, base or better, mm-hmm. that you're also going to grade out and make a chunk of money back. Well, and you also have to think, too, there's going to be resales of that card. So there may have been, that card may have been listed in there a couple times. Or a different No, no, no. Card. Those are all way cheaper than what you're talking, though. No, I'm just saying, in general, oh, a sure, card sure. may have been listed Yeah, because like a Corbin Carroll PSA 10 base was doing like 50 bucks. But the reason why cool. I... I mean, that that would apply to all of these that we've looked into. So I'm not, like, going to go through and well, just try and find each Even individual. that, though, my point is, you're going to get three to... Honestly, probably more than three. Uh, every box of Topps Chrome. With Prism, you might get one to two. Yeah. It's, it's less. So, so, uh, so what'd you find with prism though? Prism is interesting because you're obviously, I think we've kind of established tops. Chrome is going to be the highest. However, this is what I thought was interesting. With Give me prism the cost football. on prism. 500, 1100. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, 500, 500 bucks. Here we go. No, 500 would not be the case. $1,150 uh, actually is what 
2022 prism football is going for right now. Which is gross. It was hovering at 650 all offseason. Okay, so 1150. For a short period, but yeah, I think it mainly had Months. gone. Well, it had gone up to like 750 because I had kept it up. I, I was comparing it a lot. And then... In recent months, it's been a thousand or up, and as of right now, eleven fifty. So eleven fifty. How many sales over eleven fifty? I'm going. To I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's eleven hundred, but I put on here eleven fifty and up for sales, oh, just to cover, to the, cover cost. the costs. I'm going to say twelve hundred. It's a little over, but it, uh, it's roughly eleven hundred. So very oh. close. Very close. Eleven hundred uh, or so could cover. The sale of that, and but here's the other thing too with that now. And again, this is the data. I won't show this yet, mm-hmm. but in the last month, it's taken a real turn. A thousand dollar Brock, eleven hundred dollar Brock Purdy card mm-hmm. six weeks ago is what seven hundred bucks now. A Desmond Ritter that was a thousand bucks two months ago, half that. But I think you can apply that can across he, all sports, though. Uh, you cannot apply that to 2023 baseball. That's what I'm saying. That's the, the, the baseball. The dramatic drop like that is it's way less dramatic. Hmm. Like Adley's not selling like dude, Kenny Pickett, yeah, Purdy, and Ritter. Those are the three they, biggest guys. I will say they do seem to have bigger swings. Yeah, and it, and then it takes a long time to get back up. It's tough. So what I did find really interesting, and this kind of goes to the idea of okay, so then why how can they continue to sell at such a high price when you know Anyone can do these numbers and find out the basic information that Especially we found. Especially now. Why is well, Well, so there, it's almost, I, can, I think it goes back to that side of things where you have that gambler's mentality. Because we talked about there's like th- 25 cards that are 5K and more, uh, eight cards that are 10K and more in Topps Chrome, right? We did not talk about that. Say we that we again. did. You were talking, but I, I mentioned it already. Say but it there again. were five, 25 cards that sold for $5,000 or more in Topps Chrome. Okay. And eight cards that sold for 10000 or more. Oh, what's the number? Five grand? The first one? 25 of them for five grand. In Prism, you probably had, you had 25 for 5,000, right? Mm -hmm. At least triple that. 75? 92. Yeah. 92 and 22. As opposed to eight? As opposed to eight. Over 10,000. Yeah. But even then. So yeah, it's, it's a lot more, but think about what you just said. That's only 14 more cards. I know, but that's the thing. It's like, well, it is, I know. but I'm that guy who's going to get it because I, yeah. I know I'm going to win. I get it. You know? I get it. I do. So that's, uh, you know, what would be really interesting. I just thought of to actually add up the total amount of what those, what that cost is or, or what the, the sales are. You know, it'd be real interesting to fast forward through on the podcast, but rip a box of each on here. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. We're not doing that. $1,100 rip on jump change, please. No, I mean, I'm in. Um, all right. I mean, I'm in. I'll eat waste your money. <laughs> uh, that is your return on investment segment. We are going to jump now to something that has been pretty interesting. We talked about it on a few your months mind. ago. Yeah, we talked about it back when the National was uh, a thing back in August. We uh, interviewed Durso, who was, what is his position again? We didn't interview him. You talked well, to him I, privately. I, I talked to him yeah. privately and got some He's information. But he is of the, the board, right? Yes, he is the, uh, exactly. He's the board of directors president. So got some information about the national, but since then, cause we, we kind of discussed how some they were kind of funny with some of the numbers. They didn't share everything. And we were wondering, you know, how, how they're making money. What is it? What are they doing with that? Well, someone has since done some research on this. He goes by the name of Simon Chan on YouTube. It's Simon four, six, six cards. And he did a video you just put out. We have reached out and he's going to be joining us on the pod. Simon, I just did your introduction and Carlos, like the professional he is, timed it exactly right to bring you on right as I got done with that. Simon466cards is your YouTube account. Is that right? 
That is correct. And when I introduced it to Mike, his uh, response was, you get two out of 10 for creativity. So however the idiot he was with in in uh, chicago introduced uh-huh. himself by his ig handle and i was like what do you want me to do with that yeah i don't know do you do i write that down hi i'm sports cards nonsense because my parents don't love me yeah simon made a much better impression than that clown remember who that guy was he he's probably like a best friend or something uh simon thank you for joining us that was my son <laughs> yeah exactly. dang it um we uh, we wanted to have you on because after watching this video that you put out, it, was, it had so much to do with like kind of what we discussed Hang on, earlier. let me get this out of the way. Then I will be quiet and you can do your official thing. Simon, when has anybody in their life ever fondled your hand longer than Jesse did oh when he met you at Chicago? Absolutely not. It uh, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'll never forget it. But apparently Jesse however, does it. <laughs> however, Jesse does it all the time because he did not remember. So. Yeah, no, no, that's a that's, normal occurrence. However, Simon's response was, I also didn't pull my hand away. He was at fault as well. We had a mutual understanding. We didn't say anything. We looked each other in the eyes and we said, this is happening. Accept it. And we'll move on from here. So that's what we did. Those are his Go exact ahead. words, if I remember correctly. The I words, yeah. Um, a lot of times he says that. He's like, just let it happen. He's known for that. It's Jesse's catchphrase. <laughs> we got to move on. Um, Go ahead. That's, I'm done. I told you to say so, uh, we uh, we uh, we talked about how sweaty our, was that palm though. I'd like to know. We talked okay. before the national about what was going on with you know there was a change in leadership. Uh, we had Al Durso, the president of the board of directors for the national on. Uh, nope. We didn't have him on. Thank I you. talked to him privately, and then we shared some of the information on the pod. And there were some questions raised about what's going on with some of the money. You know, like it doesn't really seem to make sense that we can't find anything. And at the time, I didn't. We didn't realize that what you found was uh, available, but now that you've come across like a little bit more detail, give us a little bit of a a rundown real quick of what you found to be the most, um, I guess, interesting thing so far in your research. Simon, before that, this is my last, we would have to ask this first, to be honest. What is your professional background to? Because I don't want to be talking about IRS and numbers with some guy who's you know working at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yeah, sure. So uh, I have a master's in economics and an MBA. Uh, so, so get out of here. We want a professional. You know Dude, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like Ryan Gosling. I'm not good looking like him. In the movie The Big Short, he's like, that's my quantitative. And the kid just like rattling off stats. Yeah. Yeah. Simon's like, yeah. Any more questions, Chief? Uh, that's okay, kind thank of you. A- I am serious. I did want to at least establish. This isn't some YouTube idiot. Simon's an intelligent man. I had to help him with the tech to get on here, but he knows numbers. (laughs) And you've done a little accounting work as well. I think you may have mentioned in the video at some point. I did business, uh, like business analysis uh, in my prior life. Well-qualified to speak on the subject. Go ahead. Now I will be quiet. After you've done a little bit of your research, what what were some of your initial findings without going too much into the detail? I'm just curious so we can tell the audience. Yeah, sure. So I looked, uh, because the National is a nonprofit, all of their... Financial statements have to be submitted to the IRS every year to maintain their nonprofit uh, like status. status. Yeah, and so uh, on on the IRS website, you can look up their documents from 2010 and 2022, which is what I did, and you can see uh, from about 2010 to 2015, 2016, the revenue of the national was between one and like 1.4 million dollars, and they were making um, in you know, 2013, 14, 15, around a hundred to $200,000. And then like, as of 2016 onwards, they basically broke even every single year, but their revenues basically tripled. So the revenues in 2015, I'm looking at the numbers now, were 1.5 million by, you know, the boom happened in 2021. 
the revenues were 3.66 million. So it's almost tripling, but they were able to make money between 1.2 to 1.4 million. They weren't able to make money according to their financial statements when they had 3.7 million in revenue. And it's not like they opened a second national. So the expenses also increased dramatically. And that's kind of the, the, the piece that is, uh, is interesting, I think is the best way to describe yeah, it. I- I think too, what uh, you made a couple videos about this. The first video you also mentioned based on that was more of like, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it guesses, but uh, rough estimations of what you thought the shows would have been making actual, actually, as far as like the revenue and then profit. And even if those numbers were off by say a million or 2 million, especially when we relate it back to the most recent available data for the Atlanta uh, or uh, Atlantic city, card show national that would still leave a lot of money that is just not being accounted for. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's, that's, that would be my takeaway that what I'm estimating based again on publicly available information, like the number of booths and the number of, of uh, the, the number of sponsors, as well as the ticket prices, the number of attendees, which is roughly a hundred thousand this year. Uh, in 2023, the, the number that I calculated out to be was, Roughly three and a half million in in profit, based off about six million revenue. It's unclear where that money is going. So I dug deep into the expenses line in the uh, in the nationals IRS document documents. And what's interesting is, up until 2015, there was a line in the expense items called management. And then in 2015 or sorry 2016, it disappears and it's replaced by trade show expense. And that trade show expense from 2016 goes from $800,000 to, in 2022, it's $3.2 million. So it's quadrupled over the course of six years, and it's unclear what that expense actually is. Um, and I will say that it's not rent because there's a separate line for occupancy in the, in the tax documents. So we know it's actually not rent, and it's not advertising and promotion because that's also a separate line item. Well, and that's what I really appreciated is that you broke it down exactly to what the other items were. So it's like now we know and, and for anyone listening and we're, you're thinking, well, maybe it's this or that. The other line items that were specifically mentioned. So we know this is not included in these uh, astronomically large uh, expenses include advertising and promotion. We know that's not included in that number. We know their own personal offices are not included. Occupancy, like you just mentioned, rent for the facility itself uh, in these cities, that is not included. Travel expenses is not insurance, licensing royalties, credit card service uh, charges. All of that stuff is not included in this expense that is just kind of a catch-all, it, it seems like, for what we don't know. That's the big question because it's got to to the point that you made in here. It went from for the first five or six years where the the that management expense uh, that later got called the trade show expense was accounting for fifty percent uh, of the revenue. It was about fifty percent. But after two thousand sixteen show, it started going up pretty. Steadily to the point of this last show in Atlantic City, eighty-eight percent. So let me break that down. Of quick. the show was from uh, was from revenue. Yeah, layman's terms. And again, because I, I, Jesse walked me through this, and some of it, it was I just there's a lot of wording there. Not not wrong by the way. I'm just so basically eight years ago, the show makes a million dollars in revenue, 
about 500,000, half of that money went to this expense fund. However, now, instead of it being 50%, for every million they made, $888,000 somehow goes to pay for the trade show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except that it's not rent or promotion. Exactly. So the question I told now you comes, what I thought this was. What is this actually? What is where's is that number coming? Because there's a lot of uh, uh, the the point that you had mentioned earlier is there's kind of two things you have to to figure. And, and let's just talk about the the Atlantic City show. If to your math, it came out to be what, like six million plus dollars as far as what they brought in. Chicago. Atlantic Chicago City was two years ago. This year. Yeah, Chicago was this year. That's what he's saying. He's saying yeah, yeah. six million for Chicago this year. What? Oh, it's six million for a Chicago show. Yep. yep. Oh, I, I apologize. Okay, yep. so uh, so six million for a Chicago show. If it's six million for that show, and they're, you know, the the expenses. The big the first question is where? Why are there so many expenses of three points almost seven million in the trade show expense? That's their first question. But the other question is, all right then where's the rest of that money? Because it's a nonprofit and we don't know what they're actually doing with any of those other funds, right? Uh, that is correct. Um, if you go on the Nationals website, you can't, there's no mission statement. There's no board of directors. There's no, this is what we use with our extra money. Uh, none of that information is available on the website. And as a nonprofit, I think someone in the comments uh, said they had worked with a nonprofit and they said the the reason you're a nonprofit is because you then take the, that money after you've paid all those expenses that we just mentioned, and you're supposed to take that extra money and reinvest it essentially into the company as, you know, uh, building up to make it better or adding additional services for, for future events or whatever the case may be. But if anyone's been going to these car shows, I, I can't see anything that would have cost a million dollars or multiple millions of dollars at these shows. I mean, Mike, do you know of it? Can you think of anything off the top of your head? All right. So let me make sure I'm clear here. So Simon, let's say I have a $5 million profit for my nonprofit business, which is ridiculous. I never would have a nonprofit. I'm not stupid, but I have a $5 million profit from a nonprofit business, leftover money. Uh-huh. I have to allocate that to improve the product. That's how I get rid of the money. Correct. Uh, so I, I, I'm, this is where we're bordering on, I'm not an accountant by trade, so I don't know. But I, you are supposed to use that money, from the best of my understanding, to uh, do the purpose of your nonprofit, whatever that may be. Okay. So, yeah, so improve the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, here's, again, the numbers that really stood out to me. Back in the day, you have a million in revenue, you're profitable. Now you have three, four times that amount of revenue, maybe more this last show. How is there no profit? And again, to Jesse's point, if there's an, like, I just don't see these unbelievably massive improvements. I mean, the show was bigger this year. I'll give you that. In Chicago, the show space was much bigger, mm-hmm. but that's accounted for on a different line. Because so it, that's not what it is. It specifically says this show was negative 3,000 in profit, by the way. How? 2022. So that's the, 2022. For 2022. Yes. For 20, but for 2022, but, hang okay, on, we're so getting confused here too. For I the know. 2022 tax return, that is talking about the 2021 show, correct? No, uh, that's the 2022. Sh- that's the 2022 show. Is the last. Um, is the last. Line so that is in- Atlantic City. 2022 Atlantic show City, yeah. was Atlantic City, not Chicago. Okay, I thought that was right. All that right. is right. No, the so number the you're numbers, saying the six million. He's talking about Chicago, not Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah oh, I because, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, those those documents have not been filed yet because we, the, the fiscal year hasn't sure. ended. Sure. 
Okay, but so what's your? Let me just end it up. I mean, we're throwing a lot of numbers around. Let me just ask you then. I mean, and you can be as candid or non-candid as you want to be. What's your takeaway then? You see things like this, like you said, you even showed in that video. There's a, a zero reported for a year, which even me as a small business owner, I know that never happens. You alluded to that in the video. What is your takeaway then? What's it? What's your Again, best. I know you're not that educated and smart like I am. You know, you went to some college, <laughs> masters, whatever. But honestly, though, what is your takeaway when you see the evidence you've seen? My wife has said, "Don't say anything that will get you sued." So I'm going to do smart. that. She's smart. She on. sounds like Where a good lady. Did your wife go to college as well? Masters? <laughs> is she a she lawyer? Works, I guarantee she's, she's got a masters. She's actually the person that she does have a masters. Uh, she's she works for a nonprofit. She's actually the person that oh, said, "Oh, the nonprofit. You can look them up." And their IRS submissions, like they're a bit publicly. Oh, she did all the legwork here. You're taking the freaking credit. <laughs> what's her name? Oh, yeah. She needs. What's her YouTube channel? Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, hang on. So, so your opinion. <laughs> so you're. So again, though, that even furthers the point. So your family, your wife, is familiar with with nonprofit organizations, how they're run. To you some degree, the IRS. Yes. Yeah. So so what would you, without being sued? Which, by the way, yeah, I'm gonna get sued for this, please. I wouldn't worry about that. The things I've said. What's your takeaway? I would like to know what the trade show expense line item is because it has quadrupled from 2016 to 2022, matter of six, seven years, from 800,000 to 3.2 million. And it is unclear where that money is going. Can you do me one favor, Simon? I'm serious about this because your wife might actually know. Could you ask her, is there, is there some way to see like, hey, that is actually the fund that goes toward the improvement or towards something else? Maybe that's the legit... That's the spillover money, and it goes to that because that's what we've used to improve. She, uh, she, she is by no means an, an accounting or numbers person, so she would. I don't, she would I don't know. trust so, her. I do not trust her. I'll tell you that right now. So <laughs> I, I do think what is something that we haven't pointed out either is like people may be asking, why did it suddenly change? They were making this profit, and then you know they're making either zero or losing money most years. There was one thing that you found that happened uh, at, what was it, 2016, uh, 2015 or so? What was it that happened that year when it changed? Yeah, so there was the, the change where the management expense line item changed to the trade show expense item. And in between those two nationals, uh, Mike Burkus, the I believe the founder of the national, he passed away. And so obviously he wasn't running the show anymore. And then immediately at the next national, the line item expense item changed to this new one and then just started increasing dramatically, uh, you know, quadrupling in the span of six years. Whereas in the previous six years, it had been flat basically around $500,000, $600,000. And I, I think one thing I'd like to say is in my YouTube video, there's a link to the IRS documents. Everybody can look, that, look this up themselves to make sure that I, we're not, you know, making any of this up and they can double check all the numbers. I mean, I told you, I told you off here, I'll tell you right now too. My first thought when I, I told Jess, you have a cash business like this and just a little bit of knowledge I have with what my family messes with. I, I My first thought was easy, just cash. You're literally just paying a contractor under the table, on the table, but you're just throwing cash at somebody to get the money off the books. Somebody's making a ton of money from this thing. That Kickbacks, is, that is like literally that. how money has always That's been made. That's all theory we don't know. No, it's, all, it's entirely my opinion. But yep. in the Northeast especially, Yes, that is always how these things have worked. But from labor unions to the teamsters, like that has always been how you do it. Well, Throw it on a tax form, cut somebody a big check, nobody has to pay, and somebody gets a bunch of money. And to look at the numbers for yourself, and that's why I appreciate that you put it into like an Excel spreadsheet and explained it through your YouTube video. Again, guys, check it out if you haven't. But what's really interesting is you know we talk about the it's a percentage of this or that, but it's very clear to see the expenses that management expense. 
the max it ever was for the what uh, 2010 show to 2015 show was like six hundred fifty nine thousand dollars, and yet at after he passed, after Burke has passed, the following one jumps to eight hundred nine thousand and only goes up by increments of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what's the Atlantic every City single one? show after that? The last one with on the, the Atlantic City again. Two thousand fifteen was eight hundred nine. Atlantic City being three point two million. I get and, and I get there was a card boom, but there was. But what does that have to do with it? I would ask, what is even that? I can I can only assume that maybe people start charging more because they know there's more money in it. Who the people who rent out facilities or whatever the case. But, but even that, actually, you know, it's not the no, rent that for facilities count. because that's say. already in here, and you see what that number is. But that's my my theory was to you. I was going to mention this to Simon to see if he had thought about this was just the expense to get athletes and other professionals to these events to come and sign. That's that could be in that trade show expense. I'm not saying for sure that would make up. for. I wonder who's footing the bill for that. Millions that's a of dollars. That's a whole TriStar thing. Normally, I do wonder who's paying for that. So I do, I do have a thought on that. So because I did the research, I, there was roughly 150 autograph signers that came to the 2023 show. Okay, and if the one in Chicago, them, not Atlantic City, is yeah, that what you're the saying? Chicago show. Yep. If okay. you're paying them a thousand dollars each just to fly them in, hotel, all that kind of stuff, that's still only 150 thousand dollars. Well, but you're paying more than that. Like Montana's not showing up for a thousand bucks. They get the fee from signing the actual. The, they get the like a lot of the income from, from getting to signing the actual uh, autographs. See, that's I, so I have we would have to confirm because that's one thing I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, a, a they paid a flat fee as well. I just yes. don't know. You could be right. I, my thought was like they're going to get something to come out, but then yes, they're going to get a good chunk of whatever Maybe. tickets for autographs are. But but even still, three point I mean, to have it be in the category of millions of dollars, and what's more, it going to be this year? It was 3.2 last year. What's it going to be this year? Go, yeah, again, because the one in Chicago in 2021 was 2.6 million or I'm sorry, $2 million. And then this one in Atlantic city was 3.2 million. Yeah, so, so what's this last Chicago? What's the next? What? I, I mean, a it just raises though. a lot of questions sure. because we don't have facts for, for most of this. I am curious. Was there anything else, any other points that you uh, have since thought of since you made the video? Uh, I think the one that you talked about earlier and that Mike touched on in for the 2017 show where they exactly broke even, had the exact same amount in revenue and expenses. If you're not a finance <laughs> professional or an account professional, ask someone who is and ask how impossible that is. That is pretty insane. Yeah, to see a zero where it's like, okay, it's zero is not because there was nothing. It's because it just so happened to be the exact same number of how much it costs versus how much we got. That does not make sense when you're talking in the millions of dollars. There you go. Um, I want right. the answer. We will try to reach out because I would like an answer to what that trade show well, we expense know, is. We know the guys at the National listen to the show. We know that there's going to be a you, lot of people that listen. So. Yeah, we'd give you ample airtime to come on. So, Simon, thank you for the research. You know, I'll tell you the only thing Simon screwed the pooch on. Was that One that? time, I just wanted to be like, hey. Simon says there's foul play here. <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been great. Rename, how, do it right now. Rename your YouTube channel. Been? Simon says foul play. There it is. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you for the time, buddy. All right, so there you go. Simon Chan, Simon466 cards on YouTube. Make sure you check him out. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. You know, again, I don't want to be... Uh, uh, let me just preface from my background, my initial thought, and that's what I would bet money it is, but it's very possible there's a perfectly great solution. If somebody from the national, the board of directors, whatever, wants to come on and talk, we would give you ample airtime, share your information, you know, hey, this is what those expenses were. No problem. We would, you know, we're not trying to throw shade and not give you a microphone. So we would be happy, yeah. happy to have you on as well to explain oh, it. Oh, please. Yeah, But absolutely. it is interesting. And I guess some people too, my initial thought even was, well, what does it matter? But I, I will tell you, the more I've thought about it, it's like, you know why it matters? Because Everything is about like, hey, you know, this is the this is the face of the industry. The national is the one hallmark event. And if there is and I'm not saying there is I have my own personal thoughts. If there is fraud behind or something like that going on, I do think it takes away from that. So I I don't know. But that's why it was like, well, who cares? Well, I, I do. I pay to go to the national every year. I pay a lot of money for a lot of these things. Well, and it's not good for the health of the hobby at all. There's already the stigma that there sure. is no regulation in this hobby, which means there are people doing things with money that they shouldn't be doing. I just, I would, I'm it would shocked definitely that low too, by devastate, the way. I think, a lot of people to find out that there's just like collusion and corruption behind all of it uh, to, to such a is. large degree, if that were the case. Now, the good news is where the the national, the guys who run it are located, it's not known for any kind of these practices. They're based out of New Jersey. See, now you're just throwing shade. No, I didn't go. say that. No, I just, I will tell I'm just you, saying Papa that's where Gio they are. does not know these people. They, I asked. You did? Of course I did. Um, anyways. I'm so not trying to get in some serious stuff. I'm not worried about getting sued. I'm worried about real stuff. We're bringing you the facts as they were presented to us. That is all we're doing. I don't know. Doing. You just threw sh- a, sh- a shot at New Jersey. So New Jersey's a great state. Here's what I'd say. If you're going to kill one of the hosts on here for what we've said, kill Jesse. <laughs> or separate thought, Mike, there's another thought. I don't care. Think for about it. it. I don't care for that Man, one. Man, <laughs> one Simon Says reference would have been great. That would have been oh. really good. Um, I right. love it. I love it. I was like, just to be clear, like, what's your perfect? You know, I just, because I, I was want to make sure you have like some validity. Oh, I have a master's in this and bit. I'm like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> have you even heard of Woody of Otech? Let me By ask you, way, did you take talk- it as a personal slight as soon as you said that? I've noticed in the past where someone says their education to you. Yeah. And it's like, you feel like they're big time well, you. That, and you. Oh, you're big time in me now? Well, I between the education question, and the glasses, you know, I feel the about glasses. that. Not a fan. So he, why didn't he take his glasses I've, off? I've mentioned respect. Woodia Vocational Regional Technical High School many times on here in Haverhill, Massachusetts. No. Never once have I been reached out to. 
Are you kidding me? Nope. The high school alumni hasn't reached out. I'm to you? sitting here bragging about the education I got there. <laughs> Not a single freaking person. They cares. know. Everyone who went there knows you're a liar. My teachers are all dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some weekly pickups we're going to go over with you before we hit up our mailbag. Um, uh, PWCC has done a weekly auction for God knows how long, but they're going to be doing it again this week. Ends on Sunday. We have got a few picks that we are going to be choosing. Um, last week, I did end up getting my Serena Williams, I think I mentioned, and I have devastated to say that I did not get that back to the future logo one. So I am going, I went back out to see if anyone's relisted or anything like that. First card up that I found, because I'm trying, I like the idea of movie poster cards. Like, I think this is a really cool thing that not a lot of, like, modern cards or, or modern movies are doing. But for some of, the, like, the classics I grew up with, like Back to the Future, like Star Wars, you can get some. And Star Wars has a few of them out there. Uh, what Star Wars are we talking about? So 2021 about? Topps Chrome put out. A Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's a great Star. I would argue that's the best Star Wars movie. Well, I am. Well, dang it, I forgot. As soon as you start showing interest, it makes me want to stop talking about it because I don't want. Uh, I'm just saying, to I get out I enjoyed the ATATs and the ATSTs. Good for you for not saying ADATs. Uh, it's really I'm a impressed. child on Roth. They use initials, <laughs> not freaking synonyms. Anyway, Take it easy. Uh, they've got these. That's a SGC ten out of twenty five. I'm currently high bidder on that. I'm not saying my max bid. And then um, I'm also bidding on a cabbage, not cabbage back, garbage pail kid, excuse me. Um, Beaky Becky, that will be mine, is a SGC nine. Again, a lot of these cards, like there's a, a few Batmans too. I already have them. That's the only reason I'm not going for them. Starting at five bucks. Those are a few of the ones that I'm looking at. Uh, Mike, anything you got? Hoth was the name of that, <laughs> that planet system where the nuclear reactor was. The planet system or planet? It's a planet system. It's a planet system. It has multiple moons. It has a planet. It has multiple (laughs) moons. It's a planetary system. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, I am bidding on two. One Griffey and one Bird. It's funny. These birds keep coming up on here. The Bird Magic and Dr. J Triple Rookie Triple Auto. This one knows a little nicer grade. What's funny is it's not that much of a difference in price. This is a PSA 7 with the 10 auto. Uh, I am the high bidder. I'm not thrilled with this buyer premium. I told Jesse, I, I... this has to be negotiated. I will buy so much more if I don't have to pay a buyer premium. So everybody has a buyer premium. Well, I don't want one. So <laughs> okay. I'm high bidder on that for now. Uh, we're getting close though on that one. So I'm not sure. Uh, the other one, this is a weird card. Just a card somebody you know pulled from a pack and then mm-hmm. had him autograph. Then they sent it in. So it wasn't a pack pulled auto. Okay. The 1993 finest Ken Griffey. It's a Beckett autograph grade of 10. The card itself is not graded. But 83, uh, 93 finest, one of my favorite sets of all time. I thought it was cool. I've actually never seen this card. I'm sure there's plenty of them. I've just never seen this card graded and autoed. And I was like, oh, I actually might try to buy this. And I think it'll go relatively cheap. So uh, I'm going to make a stab at that as well. There were no Tom Brady cards I cared about. I want you to go outside of your normal Griffey bird. I did Brady. last week. Today was just last week was non PC. Today's all been PC. Okay. Um, the, so no is my answer. The reason I say this, cause I'm actually looking at a sports card as well. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I want to pull the trigger on this. There's a Babe Ruth. So ever since we talked about it last week, after I, we got off the show, I was like, I know I've seen some information about like whether Babe Ruth would be as great today playing as he was back then. So I did look it up and was pleasantly, I wasn't pleasantly surprised, but I was very happy to see that it is backed uh, substantiated by many to think that if he just entered the game today, no, he would not be an all-star, but if he what? grew Ooh, up, what? Yes, that is backed by many. Who, what are you talking? What? 
I'm not going into this. I have already looked it up. I don't have to uh, substantiate all the information I have. We can't you just can say, Google it for yourself. You I can't can. just say Ruth can. just can't. Oh, I Many absolutely people can. say he wouldn't be an all-star. I absolutely can because the game has substantially changed from that day to now. They are also on a different dietary uh, plan. They have all these other things that are going on in the game today that didn't go on back then. There are many reasons, not just because of athletic ability, it's but also knowledge take. of the game. You know it's why? Not a hang, on, take. hang on. You know why this is inconsistent though? Because the <sighs> same people who say that, they always leave out this remark. And I hear this with LeBron all the time too. And it's stupid. Is, then are too. you related to Babe Ruth? Why do dude, you love him so much, dude? Because it, oh, well, the, everything dietary is different. This is all different. That is true. So he would also be a different person. His skill set and his talent here, he would thrive in any generation. Before you got worked up, what I was going to add was, that's now stupid. if you took him and you trained him into today's game but from a kid, how he would then be trained. yes, he would no doubt be the an The best all-star. of all time. Well, I mean, maybe. I'm saying my point last show and what my point was to begin with was if you took him from that game and put him into today's game, he would not be an all-star. That was my point. It's but just fool. I just, I hate these. Because <laughs> the same thing Why happens with, because so the same up? thing happens, because first of all, you don't know that much about sports and you throw out these definitive statements I, not, you and, then you go, and then you go, I don't have to back it up. I don't, I don't have to watch every should... game of baseball to have an opinion on how science works. That's not science. It is if you I'm going to magically transport this guy from a hundred years ago to now, instead of saying, hey, if he was so it's magic, raised not science. up. Well, how else would you describe taking a hundred-year-old guy and having him just show up today? Do you even know what a DeLorean is? Go on, continue. It's just—it's so stupid. Same way the stupid LeBron people say if he played in the '80s with Jordan in the '90s, he'd be getting pushed around. No, he would have grown up playing. I hate LeBron. <laughs> he would have grown up playing physical basketball, and he would be. If LeBron played then, he yeah. would be undoubtedly the goat of all time. He is the most physically really? gifted player ever. If he grew up in a physical mentality game, he would be physical and he would totally dominate. Are you sure he wouldn't just be flopping everywhere? I mean. But again, they didn't flop back then. So no, he I'm, wouldn't. The same way Jordan today, if you grew up in a game where they did not play hand checking and physical defense, mm-hmm. he would score 40 a game. Fine. But what the point of Jordan was is that he rose to the occasion on every opponent. So it's not to, how do you know that he wouldn't go and do even more to become the goat that he is now if LeBron was in the game then? That's, there's so uh, many ifs and what's. He didn't rise to the occasion against the Celtics when he was getting swept in the first round. Don't, okay. He didn't please. rise to the occasion when he never went to a championship or won a playoff series without Scottie Pippen. Jordan's the greatest player of all time. He had plenty of faults though. Nobody points to him because if you say anything bad, it's like blasphemy. It's so stupid. I'm going to transport this frigging guy to play. Over. This is a dumb. If if he grew up playing today the way everybody else grew up in this culture, mm-hmm. Babe Ruth would be unfreaking believe. He would be the Otani. So I say all that because oh. there's an SGC two of this 1946 propaganda of Babe Ruth. It's going for four hundred twenty dollars right now. But to have a Babe Ruth card, that is, I mean, you should buy that card because that's all you're doing is spewing actually- propaganda <laughs> and freaking. <laughs> Uh, check out PWCC weekly auctions. Uh, God, that makes a me angry. <laughs> I, I love that I it makes you it. angry. It's so uh, you know so Jim, Jim Brown played today. He wouldn't be bigger and faster than everybody. Well, maybe he would be. He was then, and if he grew up today, he'd probably be the same. Growing up and then placing them in the same game from then to now is two different things. That's I, all I'm saying. I play real world. I don't play this magically transfer one thing. Nonsense. What? Why is one magically transferred where the other one is? Okay, yeah, we're not no, just putting him in the game. Is, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to when he's a baby, and then we're going to transform nope, him to the future. Very simple. That's science. Nope, very simple. <laughs> I'm saying if a player like Babe Ruth was literally born today instead of back then, if uh-huh. you just rewrote the history of it, he was born today, he grew up with all the same uh, 
you know, dietary, like you said, the diet, the diets are different. The training, if he grew up with all of that mm -hmm. and just came into the league today, he would be the greatest player ever. Just like I think he was. But you know, what was interesting. Generational greatness is transferable. One That's of the articles in my from like, I think it was like medium, um, which is a respected news organization who the guy who wrote it, he did. He made your point of like, okay, if he did get raised up, he would be an all-star. However, his point was he more than likely would not have the notoriety today that he would have back then because it was such an exceptional talent among. Oh, interesting. Has he heard of freaking Otani? Uh, is Otani the same as he is famous and popular as Babe Ruth? He is not at hang all. Hang on, hang on. Absolutely. Not at all. My granny he knows is, who Babe Ruth is. You how know? many people in Japan know who? Uh, that is so Dude, if you take into account worldwide fame right now, Otani has as many people who are fans or knowledgeable of his game as Babe Ruth ever had. Not to mention Babe Ruth had a hundred years. I'm saying during his day, how many people knew Babe Ruth during his playing time? More I, people know Otani during his playing time than Ruth does. I hope our guy- A bigger who, percentage of the- I'm not saying more people don't know Ruth. I'm simply saying percentage of population in 1921 that knew who Babe Ruth was, I would argue it's a bigger percentage of the population, apples to apples, bigger population of the percentage today know who Otani is. Let the record say that I'm completely on Mike's side here. It's not even close. The Asian market hey, Carlos, is massive. Where's Eddie? How many Get billions of people live in Asia Get who know who Otani is? The math. When I, you, I, I better when never you... see Eddie on the show again. Get a new freaking <laughs> producer. Carlos, I've said that for years. Carlos to the moon. It's absolutely true. Apples to apples. I think Otani okay, is just as famous. In a worldwide market, maybe I can concede that point. And even in the American... Now, the American mm. market, I'll give you that. Back then, I will give you that. I think more people would have known Ruth then than know Otani today in just the American... Yes. Just in this country. Because back then, baseball was everything. Exactly. But fine. But not worldwide. Okay. That writer's an idiot. Who, I'll did, see Fine, the point. did Feinstein write the article? <laughs> no, of okay, course the not. writer's an idiot. Okay, making sure. All right, great. Mailbag. Oh, we're having a good show. Mailbag today comes from a lot of people. Don't ever throw out definitive <laughs> statements about sports. You want to talk about freaking Pokemon? Me not hey, a definitive this, this flying lizard oh, is fine. God. You want to talk about this Powerball <laughs> thing? Great. I all, all power to you. Don't come at me with these stats about um, what Ruth, Ruth wouldn't be an all-star. Listen, be quiet. The fact that you just brought Pokemon an all-star game in your life means we need to talk more Pokemon soon. Patrick Barker says, yum goulash. There you go. Uh, let's go to Zach Olesiak. He says, when top slash fanatics takes over, stop sighing into the microphone, takes over the NFL NBA licensing. I, I want to insult you so bad, but I'm on a mission to not, I don't want any more text messages. I've been so in a good. very, I've been doing great. So. I will say, so the audience knows after the show Monday, this really didn't have anything to do with the show specifically. It was just more of like my mental state. I turned 37 on Monday. I had gout that just flared up out of nowhere. There was a number of other, and the time change always gets me a little. I went into a weird depression after the show, like to the point of like, I canceled everything I was doing that night. I went, I texted my wife on the drive home. I was like, listen, this is what's going on. I'm so sorry, but if you can just let me go to the bedroom, get in bed and you guys do whatever you need to do, but I cannot be available. I almost burst into tears on the drive home and then just went and laid down because I'll admit it. I get depressed every once in a while. Not often. I'm very fortunate that it doesn't happen all the time, but it happened then. And that is what Mike is alluding to. I did text him at one point saying I did not want to be the butt of the joke, uh, especially around my family. It was at that moment more of a concern than it is at most times of the year. That is, that's all I'll say. 
What is Zach's question? <laughs> Zach wants to know about the price of wax once Fanatics takes over for NFL and NBA. Do we think that wax prices with Panini are too high? Yes. Uh, and they've if they'll drift to more Bowman U. I think football and basketball are grossly overpriced for wax. No, no question. Even before doing the research with the ROI that Jesse did, I think that further proves the point. But yes, I think they are drastically overpriced. I will say in general, baseball pricing has been somewhat reasonable mm-hmm. uh, even since the switch. So yeah, uh, so far I've seen signs that make me optimistic. Those- I asked about the LeBron thing, by the way. I just got the message. Oh, have to call you later. Dang. Oh, that means it's not on the record. Um, the the reason I, I was actually thinking about that question specifically was, does a company who knows they can sell a product for much more take over and then just drop that price knowing that they could have gotten more for it? That's I why, why I don't know why you'd do that. Well, that's what I mean, though. Is it more plausible that the company takes over and is like, oh, we can do whatever we want now. We <laughs> charge. That will, again, uh, I, that's again, my I, point. I've seen enough to have at least a reasonable amount of optimism that, hey, there is a big picture view. I do and, too. I, and by the way, I I'm not like, oh, collector first. Yes. I, I don't think that is. They have said all the right things. I don't think a business ever goes in and spends the kind of money Fanatics does thinking, you know what? What's going to be best for the collector? I'm, I'm not stupid. I know reasonably their first thought is we need to make as much money as possible. However, I also know these are 20-year deals and making as much money as possible just happens right now to coincide with also taking care of the collector. If we come in amidst all the skepticism and everything else and start just, I almost said the R word on price, but I won't say that so I don't get looks, just taking advantage of people on price, it could be a long-term uh, financial uh, hardship for them. Mm-hmm. So I think right now it's going to make sense for them to say, you know what, let's keep people happy, keep people in the fold. Let's get people early level of entry, I agree. a cheaper option. I, but I don't think it's because it's solely the collector. I think it's financially motivated like every other company. It just happens to coincide with that right now. Let's go. It's getting late. I got things. I'm just kidding. You don't have anything to do. Um, I did have a... Oh, I'm sitting in my room and cry. <laughs> I mean, what the you can't take, don't honey, you, honey, I can't be available. Don't you take my depression. That's mine. I have to go in my room. You know what's really depressing me? He's making fun of, you are making fun of me being here's depressed. A, here's the thing. You know, oh, I am depressed. Wow. Daylight savings. <laughs> what? Okay. You all hear what he's doing, right? Okay. Like I'm not the guilty I, I party. I had to turn my this clock is back. Next time a you have a, hour, next time you have was, one of your mental episodes, you're bit, always trying to do pull the a mental bit, health it's card. It's a bit darker. It's a joke to you. It's a little bit darker, a little earlier. And I thought, you, you know what? I, I'm gonna go watch the the entire trilogy of what what movies you watch what in bed? Is what is seasonal affective disorder? Is it affective a, seasonal? It is. What is it? If it's if it <laughs> if it weren't real, why would they have a name for it? Thing I is, didn't watch anything. For, I went to sleep. It's I real. Slept. It's real for. That it's must, sad for goodness sakes. You went and slept. That must be nice, huh? Try having a freaking infant. I did. I did have an infant. Oh, I'm sorry. Try raising a child. Oh my, my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you know what? No, no. Uh, I won't be doing this. I won't. Mailbag. My question was. I'll show you that. What was the other thing you, you said? Think about. Hang on. Hang on. You hit. In the, it was the. It was the. It was the time change. What was the other thing? Oh, I turned 37. 
Yeah, no kidding. People get freaking older. <laughs> okay, I want you guys to do me a favor. Instead of coming to me and oh, saying, like, I man. feel bad for what Mike said to you, go to him and just attack him. And go just to his DMs baby. and attack him. Oh, so good. Oh, but uh, if you're you, going to leave a review, please at least leave a five-star you know, and then put your comment you know in there. Did happened please. after I turned 37? <laughs> I, I looked at the clock, and it was 442, <laughs> and it was dark. I would love to know if Carlos is over there just cringing because he's so angry or if he's laughing. The Car- fact that Carlos we can't is, see Carlos him. Carlos is team Mike today. I can no, guarantee you, pal. Don't. No, I don't want to know. Oh, he's coming unmuted. I'm currently taking notes about what I need to like actually leave in here <laughs> and what needs to come out of here. So. You cut any of this, Carlos? I take back every nice thing I've Just said. leave it all in, please. Oh, we haven't said anything bad. Here's what I thought would be a great let idea. Me leave, let me leave so you and him can just dissect this whole these, freaking episode. If some of these companies, well, some Panini or, or, or tops here would take old cards of like, just goat cards, cards, like a Tom Brady rookie. I mean, granted that would be maybe too expensive, but take something that's really worth something and repackage it in a new product and just be like, one of the hits is this rookie card. It's called a buyback and they do it all the time. But do they re do they put it into the new product though? Yeah. They do like a really, so specifically, do you think they would do that with a, say, Tom Brady rookie card? They would put it back in an encased product. So like a product that comes encased already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to put a contender's rookie like raw in a pack, but they would put it in a pack that's like a box that comes with an encased card. Okay. Yeah, like playoff, uh, like honors football. That's all it is. Honors football is a buyback product. And it's you open all the box, old it's all product. throwback. Yeah. It's up. not reprinted or anything like that. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. But I didn't I don't think I knew that. But what they do they... is they'll hand number it so you can see the distinction. Oh, they'll actually write yeah. on it in some way. Do you think that's a good thing? I think it's I mean, I don't mind it. They don't do it enough where it's like watering down a market, so it's okay. Have they ever done a really big card or has it just been like average? it was a Brady contenders a few years oh, ago? Oh, it was. I'm almost positive. Oh, dang. That That's was the one where the cool. guy was like, the, have you ever heard that? The Cooks, the, Brandon Cooks, the 99. Uh, Brandon, and he, the, you, you literally hear banging. And he's like, it's him like clicking the magnetics together because he's switching the freaking, because he has a card <gasps> off the camera. Yes, there was, that there was, was a scandal. There was a theory that that was potentially what the guy had done. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder what that guy's doing. Let's call him, let's get all the guys who have scammed in the question. last couple I, years. I wonder if that guy can give me a discount at Let's get Blake Wendy's. Martinez, get all of them over here. We oh. have to at least hit, well, I, we can't hit all of these, but let's hit a few more go, go, real go. quick. Um, all right, let's go down to, uh, oh, here we go. Cole Benz wanted to know, uh, Mike, do you have a shake my head story for damaging a valuable card, like dropping it during a break or dinging it in route to put it in a penny sleeve, top load or anything like that? I just did this this week. That's funny. Oh, you did you that. really? The card I bought off of uh, PWCC, uh-huh. I cracked because I was like, I want to see if I can get a better grade, kind of clean the surface up. Mm-hmm. And as I broke the holder, I noticed I put a little divot in the back of the card. Oh, Not a super valuable card thing. And it's a PC card, but I was irritated. That's yeah. It's now going to come back a lower grade. And I'm going to sell it for a loss. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think if I have like a big, like, I'm sure I've done that though. Over the years, like I'm sure, I guarantee I've dropped a card and had to pay for it or buy somebody out of a break or something. You know what? Here, real quick. Yeah. I had a bunch of guys a few years ago go in and buy an immaculate case of basketball instead of just like the break was too expensive. So like, it was like five or six guys said, Hey, we'll just, we'll all give you a couple thousand bucks each break, okay. break the case for us. And then just, we'll just consign and sell all the hits. They were just sharing the case, but I broke it for him. Was this the soccer product or was this something else? No, basketball. Oh, okay. Zion's rookie year. Oh. The very last card in the in the case, the case was garbage. It was like a 10, I want to say it was like 10,000 bucks, was a, uh, might have been more than that, was a Zion RPA. 
And at this at the height of the Zion market. Oh. And then I, I picked it up. There's one card beneath it. They used to always put the hit one card from the bottom. I pick it up. I'm showing it. I turn it around. It's got ink all over it from the card below it. It bled onto it. Oh, but that wasn't your fault. Though. No, no, not my fault. But it was like a shake your head. Like, dude, how does how it come on? You're putting a Zion. Oh. Granted, you could probably, t- you can take the ink off, but I wasn't going to mess with it. Yeah, that's brutal. Okay. Well. I sold that card for $18,000. Not bad. Well, I thought you consigned it. Well, that one I sold outright. Oh, okay. yeah, I found a buyer for him. Um, <clears throat> Cody James says, "Do you have any minor pet peeves when it comes to the cards in your PC?" He says, "Mine is when the picture on the card does not match the relic." So he put a picture up there where it was um, who's the player? Miguel Cabrera. He's wearing a uniform, but the patch does not match. He's the like uniform. in a Tigers uniform, but it's a Marlins patch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was actually the case with me with an old school exquisite patch auto of Kevin Garnett. It was a Timberwolves patch, but it was a Celtic. I might not have been exquisite, but it was a. It was his, one of his first and only autos with the Celtics from back then. But it was a Timberwolves patch that irritated me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get irritated. Like I don't like. Uh, but then again, if I don't like stuff like that, I just won't PC it. Grades are a big thing. Like those Griffies, if they all came back nine fives, I would have kept them. I refuse to keep modern cards as a nine. I hate it. Oh, okay, irritates yeah. stuff like that. Sure. Like if it's worth eight thousand as a nine and twenty five thousand as a ten, that's different. Mm-hmm. This card goes from two hundred to four hundred. I don't want a two hundred dollar nine. It irritates me. So the grading makes a big difference for me. And uniform, like Griffey could have an awesome looking card. Yeah. Is it a Reds uniform or a White Sox uniform? I'm just like, nah, I don't want it. I will say that there is not a card I've ever seen of any either player, celebrity, whatever, that I have cared to have any desire to get if it has a napkin patch. Like if it's white, all white, I could not. I hate it. I hate that hmm, card. That's a good answer. I actually. just don't like it. It, does, it has sure. no appeal. Um, Shane Brooks, thoughts on including interactive cards. Uh, he says in the ilk of the home run challenge where uh, any in any other sports. So I think it basically... Cards that have utility. What, what, he, he wants what, to know thoughts on including more of that. Doing doing that again. I mean, it's fine. I, I don't care. I, I actually co- do I collect like it for it. what they are. I think the. But the I'm whole, not opposed to it either. I just I don't, I don't care personally. I think of it in the sense of what guys buy cards for is the chase. A lot of times, whether it's chasing their own for their PC or like just chasing Twitter. for money. We saw this. You remember the Twitter follow thing with my or the Instagram follow? Yes, absolutely. Trout. Like, see, that did nothing for me. But the Mike Trout could be following us right now. I wouldn't know. I I don't have any desire for that, but I know people people do. do. That's fair. Yeah. And my thinking That's my, is more utility is better. That, that I would con- co-sign on that answer. It's good for others, so great. Do it. Why not? Anthony Real, uh, would a Grail card like the 2000 Playoff Contenders Tom Brady, speaking of auto, help the prices of other cards and inserts in that same set? Uh, no. So like, do other contenders sell higher because Brady's in the set? Gotcha. No. Okay. Um, Mike Van Velsen. Now, the, uh, just to expand a little bit, though, there are certain sets themselves that are so iconic that crap players sell for a bunch of money. The 1993 Finest Refractor baseball set, you got scrubs in that set that sell for good money because it's an awesome, iconic set. But one player doesn't affect a set like that. Uh, all right, let's do, I think we only got like, well, we got a lot more, but I'll just do one or two more. Or just ra- rapid fire if you want to. Okay, uh, let's see. Bam Nuju. Is it time to buy baseball, or do you think the market will keep going down even though the uh, yeah, even through the start bit. of the next season? Yep, give it a little more time. Let's see, Don Getters. This question mostly applies to baseball, as there are some positive outliers I see for football and basketball. But do you think Fanatics will ever start to produce lower quantities of base for specific players and products to some way in some ways to bring back some of the value? I'd be very surprised. Okay. 
Yeah, and that was that's kind of the point we were talking about before is like if we at least got quantities of what they made or something specifically lower, but I don't they wouldn't do it across the entire run of basketball or football or something. Um, let's see, Chuck Thompson. I freely admit I watch very little NBA. I basically stopped watching after the 90s and now might watch a game in the playoffs or two. He says nothing else was on TV last night, so I turned on to this generational prospect of Victor Wimbenyama. Oh. He says, I know it was a sample size of one game, but I was reminded more of Manute Bowl than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He watched the freaking Knicks game. He had a horrible game. They played great defense against him. He had a terrible start, just never recovered. Watch some of his other games, and you're like, oh, he's unbelievable. Um, yeah, we'll see. It yeah. can go either way, but he has had moments of both. To Chuck's point, he, he does What's at least up, say, Chuck? he says he's encouraged to go. Uh, he's encouraged. He's not encouraged to go out and buy him, but he's a kid. And he's got time to grow. So Brian Carr says, do you see fanatics going to more of the Dutch auction releases? No, I think you'll see selective high end. He says also, let's be real. All this will be in a fight between breakers to get these boxes. Just like first off the line with Panini. Yep. Probably right. Uh, let's see. Oh, so we made him note to talk about this. We didn't. Sean Carr just says Wander Franco prospectors laugh face. Oh yeah. So Wander Franco was reinstated. He is not going to play again. It doesn't look like at all. Like not the news is not changed about him. Procedural was the it's word. It's a procedural reinstatement. So I think there's more coming. It looks like he's not, at least as of right now, the people I spoke to said there's probably no chance he plays this year. That was just a procedural move. Maybe salary related. All right. Um, let's, I'm going to hit <laughs> one, one more. more. One more. Uh, let's see. How about Trey Reeves? It's a new Why name. do? Yeah, I know. I was trying to pick a new one. Actually, how does he spell Trey? We got a lot of new names in this one. There's a few I'm missing. How does this cat spell his name? How do you want him to spell it? I can go either way. I'm fine. Is it T R E Y? It is. Okay. I should know if he was going Trey Young or something. Now Reeves. How do you think he spells that? Do you think it's with a two E's or E A? Oh, I don't really. I I've always been a fan of the two E's, but based on your tone, that's I'm a, exactly I'm what a two it is. E my, man. But myself. this guy's an A. Nope. He's a two E. Okay. He's a good guy. I can tell. If he had an A, I'd say don't read his question. I, granted, I've not read his question yet, so he could be terrible. Jesse sucks. Why? Do, okay. <laughs> why does Jesse suck? Uh, no, Trey. He says, why do some dealers not put price tags on cards at shows? I never understood the reasoning yeah, or thought I behind agree. it. Lazy. That, and honestly, I did. It, I don't think uh, dealers realize either how much of a turn. I, I hate that. Especially if it's a busy table. Yeah. I'm going to wait to ask for the price. Not to mention. Whenever guys do that, it's almost always overpriced. I have realized it's almost always overpriced. It I, irritates the crap out of me. But here's the other, the, the flip side of that. Would you be more turned off to see either no sticker or a sticker where the price is higher than what you're expecting? Higher is still the biggest turnoff, but I know instantly that's why. I'm just as repulsed by both, but at least I get instant repulsation with one. <laughs> that's one a, more question. Word of the show. Them. Let's go. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to choose one of these other guys who's not answered before. Um, I haven't read it yet, so let's go ahead and give it a test. Ryan Gonzalez, what kind of advice do you have for folks as we push through the winter sales through a tough sports card market? We see the seasonal dip in other industries as well, but it looks like it's treated as a chicken little situation by this particular hobby market. Um, he says, what is the most, I'm sorry, what is it about the hobby? that has so many folks worried? I mean, the market has been super soft the last year or two. Like, last year especially. And I think a lot of people are now looking like, oh, there's maybe major things contributing to that. Is it this inflation talk? Is it the economy? Is, uh, you know, real estate? Other markets are way, way down. 
it's like, okay, so yeah, our card pricing is down, but oh, is this just going to be the new thing? There's, there's, I think there's reason to worry. I say my one piece of advice, don't make decisions based on fear. Like, oh, I'm not going to do this or that because of what might happen. Be reasonable. But I also am like, you know, there's plenty of things to still do in the hobby. Maybe you're not ripping and flipping and making your 40% all the time. But like, so go out and PC stuff. Stay around the hobby. Keep your interest alive and then figure out, you know, what play you want to make, I would say. That's nice. I, I like the idea that he is not in that group. And to know there's probably many people who are not in the group of like the sky is falling. But I do think, I don't think it's been the last like, year i think honestly the big drop the more substantial drop seems to have happened like almost since september late sure. august or something and you're coming up on the holidays a lot of people celebrate them a lot of people have their money spent on other things yep i'll tell you right now november december historically are rough hobby months like that's not going to change and that's no different just because the market is down right it's, it's maybe thing. more magnified because it was already down yeah but it's always that way yeah. releases are also going to be slow in december look at the calendar like that hurts december December especially, but November, slow months. No question. Sad. Seasonal affective disorder. We talked yeah, about this. whiny. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's your podcast. We'll be back on Monday with a big consignment update from PC Sports Cards. Got some big cads. Yeah. I'm going to pump and chill, baby. Uh, we'll have some more guests. We'll do whatever we got to do to make it entertaining. And uh, Mike is going to continue to be nice to me. Sports Cards <laughs> Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. See you on Monday and goodbye. Bye.